0: Up, guys. We are back. Your high street freaks, affectionately your high street freaks. Uh, Ryan and I, um, DJ is not with us. Uh, he, you know, he was just a a one time guest. Um, maybe we'll get him back later in the season, but uh, he is off at the Ohio courthouse, I assume, pestering politicians as he does. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, we are we are back and re energized after a bye week. Um, as we hope the local team is, but I, I don't know, it was it was a solid week to have off just to kind of point fingers at other teams that are doing some stuff like Georgia but what were what were you watching this weekend
1: man a little bit of everything um the slate kind of teased us a little bit right we kind of got some uh I don't know if it's we could say college football blue balls uh but uh I think we, that's we, fair we, we had a few potential upsets that didn't quite land um I will say the message board was buzzing all weekend though despite that it was it was pretty active
0: yeah yeah i think um, georgia, georgia almost did it to us that was the bluest of blue balls was uh several times but i think everybody would seen that movie before like they knew that like yeah. Auburn wasn't pulling that off but i don't know auburn was... didn't
1: have the horses like the oregon state utah game was kind of a bust friday night yeah uh, just without cam rising like texas yep. blew it we can't the field on Jalen daniels yeah um i mean usc i guess almost lost that was their next comeback that's true good or was awesome that was a good yep. game uh, LSU Ole Miss was like you know a Good line God. of cocaine for football. Yeah. yeah. Um, Too bad. Teams. Yeah. It was nice to watch Kentucky pound Florida. Oh
0: yeah, I I'm sure we're gonna hit this, but man, if if Georgia plays the way that they have played all season against Kentucky, they're toast. Like straight up toast.
1: Yeah, we're gonna talk about it because I'm excited about that. But um, well, listen, before we do all that, uh, I want to we're gonna stop here and tell you about MeetUpMidfield.com, which is our website. Uh, So Meetup Midfield is a college football website. We cover the entire college football internet. Ohio State, uh, I think it's a special place on there. Obviously, you cover Ohio State for us, and uh, I am a Buckeye freak as well. So we have a ton of Ohio State content, but also a ton of national college football stuff. Uh, If this is your first time listening to the episode, you don't know about that. We do an extra premium episode per week. Normally, this preview would be a premium, but we were kind of off for the bye weeks. We took it easy. Um, This is going to be a free episode, Unlock Premium. Um, but we usually do a free episode, a free episode per week. And we also have our national college football podcast uh, with me and Patrick Mayhorn called flipping the field, which has three episodes a week. One of which is premium. Um, the website has access to all of mine and Kevin and Patrick and our Michigan writer, Taylor Fulton's articles. And it is really, I mean, honest to God, the best message board in college football. Um, just very, very funny people who love the sport. Um, they're hilarious. Kevin, I don't know if you want to speak to message board too, but it's, I mean, it's been a great time. this season.
0: Yeah, man, it is. I think like increasingly there just isn't like a good place to talk about college football. Um, I think Twitter used to be like pretty fine, but it is just, I mean, Twitter is kind of a hellscape these days. Um, Yeah. Then you got like all of the other, I mean, I don't have to tell you how atrocious most of the other college football slash Ohio state message boards are. I probably don't have to tell our listeners that either. Like it's become a, like generally a joke. uh, All of the other message boards and communities and stuff like that. But I think, I mean, and the go to used to be um, RCFB, which is just the the God. most miserable, horrible. Miserable isn't right. It's not miserable. No, it's, it's actually it's miserable toxically a positive. It's, it's toxically it's horrific. positive. Yeah. There's, college football is not a positive experience. Like, it's just not. And no, so.
1: It's a zero sum game. It's hate filled and nasty. That's what it should be.
0: 100%. Uh, 100%. And it's like. Yeah yeah so our, our, our there was board, the post like...
1: we, we screenshotted but like uh the guy last week after kentucky oh my God. beat the hell out of florida where uh look you're a kentucky fan you don't beat florida very often in your, your lifetime you yeah. should celebrate the hell of that you should taunt them this guy i said become in peace gator broski or something like that i think yeah. that guy should be put in prison there should yeah. be a re-education camp for anyone who posts stuff like uh hey what's up tiger bros like on that on that reddit Yes,
0: SEC East bros. Yeah, no, that's not
1: God. No, there's no camaraderie. I don't like any other team.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not. Yeah, no. you, you can you can earn my respect by shoving my team's face in the mud. And that's about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So,
1: And even then, I probably still make I don't know, but uh, I'll still make <laughs> <laughs> no No, yeah. uh, but look, we would love to have anyone listen to this on the website. Uh, we are actually doing a, a trial. Kevin, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, we're recording this Wednesday evening. Uh, Wednesday is the start of a stretch of 49 consecutive days of football between it's a the lot of days in the NFL. It's a lot of days, basically two months of consecutive football, which is beautiful, right? It carries us almost into the, the regular season. Um, the only thing stopping it is the Wednesday night, that classic uh, Thanksgiving Eve uh, right before the holiday uh, where everyone's at home and they're going out with family and friends and stuff like that. That is the one day for the next like two and a half months that does not have football.
0: Which is bullshit, Um, by the way. That's a great day to have football. Anyway.
1: They always play the Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving. I've always thought it should be on that day. Yeah. Uh, Or there should be something. They're like, Iowa-Nebraska is a Black Friday game. Why isn't that like Wednesday night? Put something on the TV. Yeah. Um, Anyway. um, Yeah, look. uh, We're doing a trial for that. Those 49 days are coming up. Uh, There's going to be a link in the episode description uh, of this episode. that's going to have a link to that special trial uh, you will get 49 days of membership to meet at midfield for six dollars uh if you like it you want to stay on for that point the regular monthly price is 12.99 if you don't like it you gotta have a shot and, and go ahead you can cancel at any point in time there's no there's no cancellation fees you can leave whenever you'd like but we'd love to have you, you stay on with us um check out the message board check out the podcast check out the articles we think you're gonna love it uh the season's getting really good right now these next several weeks are awesome like the season's getting better faster than usual October can be sleepy sometimes. It is not this year. Uh, Red Rivers this weekend. It's going to be exciting. A lot of really big games coming up very soon. Uh, They're going to set the tone nationally. So uh, we're all pumped about that. It's going to be good.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, we'll be there. We are going to be giving you content. And, um, I mean, more than just, like, our writing and stuff. I just love the community of people that are just eager to talk ball. Like, it's just, I don't know.
1: And all of it, too, right? Right yeah scheme recruiting yeah 100% teams,
0: shit yeah. talk yeah it's 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 all around great um i think you you will not find another message board where you will have people correlating ryan day's voting record to wins and losses on the field you know like it's just the and it, it it's a beautiful place that you just you don't have the the dedication to posting it's it's like a vintage dedication to posting and i appreciate it
1: yeah yeah it's uh it's simultaneously people who are like absolute freaks about their team and are like apt you know destroyed and downtrodden that they lose but who also love laughing at the rest of the sport and are very funny people yeah um it's a really really good i mean we're very lucky to have the people we have and i think uh it's only getting bigger by the day so the community keeps growing week over week and um love, love to have you join us man it's a good time um yeah so in the meantime let's yeah, yeah let's let's, let's talk about some football yeah.
0: So oh, yeah, I, think, I think it's only fair, since all we did was watch other teams this weekend, that we start this podcast talking about other teams, and so you have compiled a list of all of the playoff teams that matter, and I feel like we can just do like a drive-by take of kind of all the top playoff teams. So yeah. um, We're
1: going to hit, before we get into them really quick, I'm going to list off a few teams we're not talking about that <laughs> are like currently undefeated or one-loss power five teams, on. but some of them are come on some of them are just like let's prove it first yeah um so in the acc we have duke louisville north carolina syracuse and wake forest i would say of that list duke is the most serious by far but Mm -hmm. they currently have a quarterback injury so we'll see how that season plays out for them uh in the big 12 there's kansas state kansas wu and byu um the kansas schools i think are for real a little bit but again kansas is missing its starting quarterback uh, they played. They I mean, that's part of why they got blown out by Texas. Yeah, yeah. And Kansas State had a really tough loss at Mizzou, which was a good Mizzou team, but um, what a bullshit loss! I mean, longest, like, yeah. one of the best field goals in college football history. Um, the Big Ten, uh, Wisconsin, Iowa, and Maryland. We're not talking about. Come on, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the Pac-12, um, Utah, Oregon State, and UCLA. Yeah. Uh, Utah. That's just brutal. It's just, I, I mean, it sucks. Cam Rye's and Brian Keith, have not play until they do. Yep. Nothing, nothing you can do about it. Oregon State is, a, Oregon State and UCLA are good football teams that just don't have that playoff year. Um, but they can beat a good team in the right week. And then the yep. SEC, we have uh, Tennessee, Kentucky, and Mizzou. Um, I'll say both Kentucky and Mizzou play some big games this weekend. Uh, Mizzou host LSU and Kentucky plays at Georgia, which we're going to talk about. Uh, Tennessee, no chance. Just no chance at all, but uh <laughs> of those three teams, Kentucky's the most serious. And if they win this weekend against Georgia, which is yeah. to be fair, they're, they're two touchdown underdogs. they win this weekend, they are in the playoff discussion.
0: hundred percent Yeah, which is hilarious. Yeah. But but yeah. Yes. So yeah. But yes, we, we we if if Kentucky wins, we will come back to them and talk about them next week, I promise. I, I make yes. that promise. If that happens, we will dedicate I like five, at least yeah. five minutes to talking Kentucky. Oh yeah, I love Kentucky, but and, um Well
1: for, look. Let's just talk about them now because we got to talk about Georgia That's anyway, fine. right? We're going to talk about yeah, this yeah. game
0: anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so I, I teased this at the beginning. Georgia has looked like shit for the first like four, four weeks of the season. And it's not like it to me, it's not even like um, they just like aren't really playing their game or they're playing like sleepy or whatever. Like they're getting just like straight up like on, on, on for considerable amounts of games, just dominated by horrible teams. Like Auburn yeah. is a bad team. South Carolina is a bad team. Probably worse, they, yeah. they had trouble with UAB. <laughs> and yeah. and so like these are not like, and it's consistent. Like it's not like one sleepy game or one sleepy half or whatever. Like they consistently have looked like trash. And so like I, you know, I, I'm i giving them the benefit of the doubt. They're the two-time national champions. They recruit really well. But man, if they show up and play Kentucky On Saturday, the way that they have played, literally every other game the rest of the season, they're going to get curb stomped. Like I, I, I I, I think like there's a legit chance that Kentucky wins this game like handily if they play the way that they have the fast four weeks. Now they they could have another gear that they just haven't shown yet this season. That's entirely possible. I'm not ruling that out. There's a reason why they're two touchdown favorites. But like if they just are who they are at this point, like what they've shown is like not good enough to beat Kentucky.
1: No, not at all. And especially you look at like the coaching matchup. I mean, look, obviously, Georgia's, Georgia's defense has been a little bit of a disappointment this year. It's not quite up to expectations, but that's a team, that's a, a unit that lost so many NFL players again. And it's still playing well, right? It's playing very well. In fact, it's just not elite. It doesn't look the same right. way it used to. Uh, the offense looks like dog shit. It looks yeah. bad. Uh, Mike Bobo, we bad. talked about. To- we talked about the offseason. Bobo's just, he's been a bad coach for like 15 years straight. Like he has not been good since he had Aaron Murray at Georgia in 2009. It was the last time he was like impressive. He's just not a good coach. Very disjointed play calling. I also wonder, how, like some of these Georgia players are just like disinterested too. Like I think to a certain level, if you have a bad scheme at Georgia and you still have the guys they had, the last, like if they still have the, the, the talent they had the last couple of years and played with the intensity they had the last couple of years, this game, these games probably look a lot different. Uh, the scheme is bad, but like players aren't as engaged, right? And like yeah. that happens. You get compl- when you win two titles in a row, it's hard not to get complacent, right? We see it every team at this level in the country, like the Florida yeah. dynasty, the Bama dynasty. Uh, it's easy to get the Ohio State twenty fifteen, right? It's easy to get soft after you win, and everyone says you're awesome.
0: Yeah, and I think I think the thing that concerns me about Georgia in a way that like didn't really even concern me about how Ohio State like Ohio State in 2015 is the comparison I make. Like they look like that. But like I feel like Ohio State in 2015 had just like players, I guess, that I was like, you know, like it's very clear that this guy is awesome. And so like sometimes he's just gonna make like an awesome play and it's like that'll be that. Georgia has Brock Bowers. And like don't get me wrong, I think like he's a generational tight end that we haven't seen in a long time. But like when you're like game changing player is a tight end and like that's it, like who who else is going to make like Kendall Milton? Like who else is going to make a play on that team? And like so like yeah. the, the Ohio State team, like at the end of the day, it still had like Michael Thomas and um, Jalen Marshall was on that team and like Ezekiel Elliott was on that team. Like there were still guys who would like go and make a play. Um, the defense was just loaded with like big name guys too. And like, this is a Georgia defense that's rebuilding. So to me, it's not even the same thing as Ohio state, like Ohio state, there was at least confidence and it was the same players as the previous year. And that's why it was so frustrating. It's like, yo, like I've seen this team already do cool things, like just do cool shit again. But with Georgia, it's like, I don't really even have any reason to believe that any of these players outside of Brock Bowers are like, good you know and so that's that's what concerns me and would concern me a lot if i was yeah. a Georgia fan
1: i would say that malachi starks is also fantastic and i guess very fair. good this year yeah but but like other than that and like there are guys that have been great in the past like jason dumas johnson he's been i'd say a step below elite this year but very good michael williams doesn't look the same think as a freshman like he's been fine mm-hmm. he really hasn't really flashed much Smale munden's solid I mean, they have Tyke Williams just getting some interceptions at safety. But, like, th- that overall, the Georgia pass defense has been among the best in the country, right? We can say that. Georgia's pass yeah. defense is awesome. The secondary is sick. Uh, Malachi Stark's the best player, but they have a few other guys back there. Like I mentioned, Smith, uh, Kamari Lassiter, uh, Javon Boulder. They have some good dudes there. The front usually dominates for this defense, right? The front is usually just bullying teams. And, like, Auburn and South Carolina do not have offensive lines. South Carolina's entire line is transfers. And almost all of them are like second team all conference G5 guys. Yeah. Like these are, this is not a line, and they're all brand new under a new coach. This is not a line that should be good or should be getting success against you. And they looked fine. They held up pretty well against Georgia. Um, you know, South Carolina had, had four new starters in the old line. They're, they're ass. <laughs> like Georgia's defensive front just not dominating. And that's the thing is like, who are the playmakers? And especially in offense, you know, to Brock Bowers, who I think is probably the best tight end prospect of all time. Yeah. Uh, which is nuts nice to say out loud, but I think it's true. Um, you know, they're fine elsewhere. Like, De- um, Dejan Edwards at running back is a good player. Uh, Dominic Lovett looked great for Missouri last year before transferring here. Same with Ron Thomas at Mississippi State, but those guys are just pedestrian this year. Like, Marcus for Sammy Jack Saint is fine. Carson Beck's numbers, like, have you it's so weird to me. I watch him play and I'm like, ah, oh, he's he's all right, he's fine. Yeah, but then I check his stats, you know, he has like 1500 yards this year. Uh, at 72.5% completion rate. That just, uh, I don't it know makes if he's in no practice. It doesn't make any sense to him. He just looks like a, he's just an average quarterback to me. Um, maybe I'm wrong about him. But he just looks whatever to me. I don't know. Um, I just don't think they finish drives very well. I don't think they take advantage of situational football. It just doesn't look like that opportunistic of a team or a team that interested in dominating. And, and Kentucky, look, Brad White might be the best DC in America. Uh, he is very good. And Mike Bobo might be the dumbest OC in a big program. <laughs> Kentucky's defense is sick. I think they really could just wild the out coach George outside the football, make it a rock fight. Kentucky's running game is good. They have some like they're not trying yeah. to pass the football anyway, right? Like, no. like Devin Leary isn't doing much this year. And I like Liam Cohen's run game design. Uh Georgia's run defense is a little soft on the edges. Kentucky has to get Ray Davis to the edge. More importantly, Sorry, I'm just going on a rant here. But, no, you're fine. Uh, Barry and Brown and Dane Key, their two receivers, have had quite a few drops already this season. Those guys are speedy players that do well on the edge. They need to play a good game against Georgia. More than Leary does, Leary is who he is. Like, I think he's a good quarterback when he's on the spot. They need those two to catch the football when it comes to them. Stop dropping the damn ball. Um, Create some speed to the edges, Brown especially. Stretch that Georgia defense side to side and see what they can do with it. Uh, Because I think they can be efficient against Georgia's defense. And I think Kentucky's defense might smack the shit out of Georgia's offense.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's generally my take. This is an aside, but can we talk about how the laziest way to talk about sports in general is to stop your analysis at the opposing quarterback? Like, like the, the number of takes I've seen from Georgia fans that are like, Oh, Devin Leary's awful. Like he's going to ruin the game for, for Kentucky. It's like, brother, if you think the offense runs through Leary, like, you're a more of your
1: mind. Yeah. Like, like if it's you a think other team that, out there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and <laughs> I heard, I heard that a ton with like Sam Hartman too, heading into the Notre Dame game. And it's like, brother, if we talked about it on here, like if he is, is like Notre Dame's game plan in any single game, they've already lost. Like that's, you
1: know, like yeah. that's just against the playoff caliber team. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah.
0: And so, and so like just the, the number of conversations that begin and end with just an analysis of like, which quarterback is better is the dumbest it's ridiculous
1: thing. there's like there's like 10 quarterbacks in the sport you trust to go win you a game
0: yeah well we're going to talk about all of them in a second too but, yeah
1: yeah <laughs> but
0: yeah i mean it's the the reality is that like neither of these quarterbacks are going to win this team the game like carson beck he's fine you know he's he's good enough um leary's good enough too. like Frankly, I think he's he's, he hasn't been great this year, but he's good enough um, for for, for what for what their offense does. Like, he's fine. He can run the offense. And so, like, to me, it comes down to Kentucky's running game and against a Georgia run defense that has not not been good. Um, And so, I mean, I don't know. It's just there has been again, like there's a lot of players on this team and there's a chance that they come out and they're just like you know, a different team against a a team with a pulse and they, you know, just have find a different gear. I'm not denying that. Like that's happens a lot, but um, if I'm just going off what I've seen, like Kentucky's frankly the better team in this matchup. But what is interesting is in terms of we're talking playoff contenders, if we're just evaluating Georgia as a playoff contender, they get by Kentucky, they're going undefeated because they play Vandy, they play Florida. They play Missouri, which Missouri could be a good team, but I don't. I don't think they're better than Kentucky. Um, they play Mississippi, Ole Miss, then they play Tennessee, then they play Georgia Tech.
1: They have three. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're oh, not. You're saying you're saying if Georgia gets past. I think you said the other way around. I think you said no. Georgia, yeah,
0: yeah. Georgia. I meant I meant if Georgia gets past Kentucky. Like we're talking about yeah. we're talking about Georgia as a, a playoff contender.
1: Yeah, I think Ole Miss in the right game state could. could be I fine. don't really yeah. buy it. Like. The way that South Carolina got ahead on Georgia is like, look, you have to make Georgia play from behind, and they've done it twice against two bad teams. But can they do it? You know, against a good offense, it can still move the football. I don't think mm-hmm. so. Like, like, yeah. Ole Miss can score in bunches fast, as we saw against LSU. And the LSU mm-hmm. defense is terrible, but still, like, if even Tennessee, I don't, I, I think Tennessee sucks. Yeah, but. You never know; they might just scheme them up the right day. Probably right. not, but uh, you know, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I agree. Georgia, if Georgia gets past this game, they're going they're to go going twelve and zero or eleven and one. Yeah, they're they're yeah. they're they're going to play for a playoff in Atlanta, definitely.
0: And so, so they don't necessarily scare me as a like playoff team. Like, I don't think they're going to win the title, but I think there's still a very good chance. Honestly, it comes down to this weekend whether or not Georgia can make it into the um,
1: yeah
0: into the uh, whatever.
1: Georgia, yeah, Georgia is interesting. Yeah, I mean. So I think it was Bud Elliott was on on Twitter talking about this scenario. But like, what if, what if they go 12 and one as a non-SEC champ? Like, what if they lose in Atlanta to a two-loss team, like an Alabama or LSU? Um, kind of compelling to me because I mean, I know it's look, it's a tight year for the playoff. I think Texas, if they win this weekend, which we're going to talk about soon, is probably going to yep. defeated. it. Um, the Big Ten champ. A 12 and one Big Ten champ is ahead of a 12 and one non-champ Georgia. Right. If the Pac-12 produces a one-loss champ, the resume is way better. Uh, so it kind of comes down to like, can the ACC champion defeat him? Whether that's Florida State or Miami, which we'll talk about. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, like, there's a scenario I think where Georgia could win this weekend and run the table until Atlanta, but if they lose there, get left out. That's that's kind of a theoretical yep. down the road. Yep. yeah
0: um, But yeah, let's let's talk. You mentioned Texas. Let's talk about Texas. I think we are kind of in agreement that Texas probably has the best resume is probably the top team in the country at this point. I I mean, that seems insane to say because we have been um, very much on the we'll believe it when we see it train with Texas. But I mean, I mean, come on. They they I know Jalen Daniels was not playing, but he. um, I mean, Texas dominated that game. Like It was. Yeah, I think this final score was 41 to 10. Or something like that. And it was more lopsided than the score indicated. Like Texas straight yeah. up dominated that
1: game. And the biggest thing for Texas is like they had been winning games on explosives, like mm-hmm. just getting big plays against lesser teams or against Bama too. And they actually moved the ball officially against Kansas. The this defense had been decent enough, right? Like they're not stocked with talent, but they've been pretty solid. A couple good players there. Lonnie Phillips, especially and their defensive end, I forget his name. Uh, have been pretty good for Kansas all year. But yeah, they just moved the ball, moved the chains, were efficient on offense, we ran the ball very, very well. And that's something Kansas had not really done this season. Or sorry, that the Kansas hadn't allowed the season. Texas has not done all season. Uh, doing that kind of changed my perception of Texas because all the, like you said, Jalen Down out. I think that game was a lot closer if Kansas can score, right? They just won't get an empty possession after empty possession because Jason Bean was so bad. But that's still like the way their offense performed to me was a big kind of indicator and they have a huge test this week. against Oklahoma, right? Yep. I mean, Oklahoma looks like Foles gold to me. I, I don't know if you feel the same, yeah. but like Oklahoma cannot run the football. They have a good passing game. That defense is fine. It's whatever. But like, it looks like a, it looks like an Oklahoma team. Like we used to see, right. They can pass the football. What else can they do?
0: Right. And, and I mean, that's, I I think their defense is better than it has been in previous years, mostly because in previous years they employed Alex Grinch as their defensive coordinator, Mm -hmm. and so that kind of that's yeah, yeah, now it's now it's Brett Venables who gave Dabo Sweeney multiple national titles. So, also the
1: offense is dumber because it's Jeff Levy and not Lincoln Riley.
0: Also, also true. So it definitely evens out, but um, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested in Oklahoma. I think that's like one of the teams that you just like I've just straight up ignored because I've seen them like they are obliterating teams, and like I guess credit to them um the 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 props to them is that while all of these other teams are like kind of sleepwalking through some games oklahoma hasn't really done that like they've taken care of business and i haven't had to pay attention to oklahoma at all because they just win their games and you know survive in advance move on so this is definitely like the test for oklahoma obviously like it that seems like understating it against you know (laughs) a, a what's texas actually ranked number three the a people they should be number one but i think they're number three
1: they're, they're number three yeah
0: correct. um so guess uh
1: it's currently georgia one michigan two is texas even three or are they
0: they might be four maybe florida state uh, at three
1: let me double check this i think it's uh yeah texas is third uh georgia number yeah georgia one michigan two texas three uh ohio state is currently fourth and florida state's fifth
0: Cool. well yeah neat um but it, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm very interested in that game. I I think Texas is going to win, but you got to give. I'll give Oklahoma a a chance to yeah. prove me wrong. I get you know, like I'm not going to write them off. I have no reason to write them off yet. Like they can come and show me show me what they've got.
1: Yeah, show me something. They have, they have like just dog shit against Cincinnati. Uh, they did, yeah, but also against SMU. It's funny. ESPN's FBI has them as the favorite. The FBI is like
0: just
1: horrific. the dumbest it's so yeah. why is it's on all the broadcast it's useless it's completely useless uh people get worked up about it i guess i am right now um but it's so dumb but the, the betting lines have texas a touchdown favorite six and a half yeah. points
0: yeah 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 i um, don't know I, espn insists on using that number and it like is just never right like no. if it's if it's right significant or if it's wrong significantly more times than it's right then like why why is it a number that you yeah. use? Yeah, and also
1: they have a good model. They they pay Bill Connolly to use plus right. <laughs> which is so, like you have a better model already. And
0: you just use FBI. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. It makes yeah. no sense at all to me. But yeah, I think no. Texas over Oklahoma there. Alabama. What do you think about Alabama?
1: Um. Well, really quick, one more thing in Texas. I'll just say it's Texas running game. I think is good. The running game, which is the biggest difference for them, they've been an all passing attack before. I am buying it in the Texas running game. But to move yeah. to Alabama, um. It's a one-dimensional football team. Uh, they have an elite defense, I think, it's very good defense. They create pressure. The secondary is sick. Uh, they have a couple, a couple of players. I don't know if you trust in a dogfight. Uh, Caleb Downs is still a freshman. It looks like a freshman at times, but Malachi Moore, Terry Arnold, Coley mckinstry is yep. three really good defensive backs in coverage. Um, really, really solid. Uh, Dallas Turner has been the best edge rusher in college football so far in the season. Uh, they'll just fuck some teams up. Like, they just have a defense good enough to fuck some teams up and kind of take break their will, I think.
0: But, man, offense, the offense. Oh, God. Ugh.
1: I am. I was talking about this with Patrick on the other show, flipping the field, because they're going to play AM this weekend at AM. Uh-huh. Have you watched the betting line movement there?
0: Has it moved in favor of AM?
1: It started at Alabama's favorite by six, a lot of books, and now it's at a two and a half. That's yeah. a lot of movement. Yeah. Um. And it's still early in the week. It still could shift back a little bit, but we'll see. Um, usually it doesn't when that happens. Uh and got, like, kind of ran around by Miami's uh, receivers. Like, they just hit big ball for big ball in a yep. and secondary. And a secondary has looked good since, but they've also played bad passing offenses. Alabama's offensive line has looked good, I guess, post-Texas for the most part. Uh, Ole Miss was kind of iffy. But also, they played bad defensive lines. So, I guess my question for Alabama in this game, not that we're just, I don't have the logic context, but in this game, which improvement is real, which one is fake, or are both of them fake? Yeah. Uh, between AM's secondary and Bama's line, because basically, they have a quarterback who, when he makes his first read and that read's open, he's awesome. If you ask him to actually process and see the field, the guy is just, he can't do it. He cannot. I've watched Jalen normal play. I understand he's like completed like 85% of his passes the last two games. I've watched that guy play. That guy, he cannot see the field against good defenses. Um, we just watched LSU put up 700 yards of 49 points and almost his defense, and they got 24 points with a pick. Um, you know, Mississippi State threw the threw three interceptions against them. Like he had short fields all day. Jalen Moro is a great runner in scramble situations. He has a cannon for an arm. He had all day to pass against Mississippi State. He had like seven seconds on his intermediate throws. It was still like barely finding an open tight end <laughs> in the middle of the field. And Texas, Texas A&M's D-line is nasty. They're yeah. finally good after stacking all those five stars for three years in a row. Um, Yeah, dude. I don't know. Like, If they put Milrow under pressure and he throws a couple picks, I don't know. But the problem is also can A&M's, defense, can A&M's offense move the football at all? I don't know. No. Probably not.
0: It, that that's gonna be a, a rock fight of all rock fights. Like yeah. those two defenses are legit, legit, very good. I think both on both sides, like both defenses are very good. Both are top um, ten
1: nationally. Damn, it's the best for me. And those
0: offenses, like the SEC people like to make fun of, like whenever Iowa will play, like I don't know, any Iowa plays Michigan State or something like that, like a, a low scoring game like that. This is gonna be worse. These offenses are horrific, and um, these defenses are awesome. So. I, I don't know what the over under is on this game. It's gonna be the 46 others. and a half. Under, yeah. under, under, way under, way under.
1: Yeah. This is gonna be like uh, a, it's, a
0: it's gonna be like a, a 14 to 10 game, something like that.
1: That sounds right to me too. I guess the one question is if AM's secondary is as bad as we think and Bama's O line is actually like basically if Bama's improvement's real. And A and M's is not.
0: It could be fine. Could
1: Bama, could Bama just hit some explosives the I just
0: don't I don't think Bama's receivers are good enough.
1: Neither do I. Neither do I. But so
0: but yeah. So all that to say, that will decide. I mean, one of these teams AM or Bama is going to be eliminated from playoff contention. I,
1: there's basically four teams in the West, and I couldn't care less who wins between Ole Miss, AM, Bama, and LSU. Yeah. Um they're all, all the SEC, four teams
0: that have does the SEC suck.
1: Yes, it's bad. That's in yeah. fact the purpose of my article coming out Friday. That's what I'm writing about: is the SEC sucks. It does. Uh, I mean,
0: because because you're talking about it, like we just we convinced ourselves that Georgia could be fine. Like, it, purely, this is an Ohio State podcast. You're in, you're Ohio State. Are you afraid of Alabama, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, or um, LSU? Any of those teams?
1: Um. Like no, I think, pro- I you, think you could you not. could convince
0: yourselves like one one unit or something like oh yeah A&M's not, defensive line scares me but like I, yeah it's I, I, Bama's score at Ohio State It's complete teams like those teams are all bad like they're not I don't know it's
1: yeah I think that I think I think like A&M and Bama both have defenses no offense and Ole Miss and LSU both have offenses no defense yeah. and we also saw Bama's offense shut down Ole Miss uh even they just hung up a ton of yard they ran some they got 711 yards on LSU yeah uh even though they just did that, I mean we saw them fold against a good defense. So I don't really trust them. man. It's also Lane Kiffin coach team. Yeah. Like no, to me the SEC West is terrible. I think the East, like Georgia has a chance to make the playoff. I don't think they're impressed. Like, the SEC is like not very good this year. It's it's no,
0: it's not. If you ask Kirby smart though, he thinks that every team yeah. in the SEC should be ranked.
1: God, that's so annoying. Imagine, um, imagine you they have, basically are, dude. First of all, right. fuck off.
0: Well, LS, LSU is ranked despite losing literally forty percent of its games, and you have the audacity to complain that not enough SEC teams are ranked.
1: So that was yeah, it's what that it's was LSU, something. Ole Miss, Alabama, uh, Kentucky, Georgia, Missouri. Kentucky, Missouri, Tennessee are all ranked right now, uh, and a And A&M, I think is I think a And M is number one team receiving votes.
0: Three, three of those teams should be ranked. I, yeah. I'd give you three. Georgia, yeah, Alabama, Ole Miss. Ole,
1: Miss.
0: Ole Miss, and Kentucky. Yeah. I guess give you four.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Okay, Missouri's also undefeated, but they're a pretty good one. That's fair. I
0: like. Whatever. I, I, I understand. <laughs> yeah, I understand ranking Ole Miss. I understand why they are where they are. I don't think that's a good team. I think that's a terrible team. Yeah. But anyway, let's move on to the ACC because we've got I we've got basically it's a, it's a two horse race there between Florida State and Miami. And I think before yeah. the season, I I had Florida State as a legitimate, you know, national title contender. Um, their best team in a long time since the Jameis Jimbo years. Uh is how much is their secondary scaring
1: you? Mm, a good bit. They can't tackle. Yeah. They yeah, can't so, tackle at all. I do like their defensive front a lot, but their secondary cannot tackle.
0: Yeah. And um, so so that's that's the thing is like I I can't figure out like it's it's tough for me to come out and just like believe that this team is a legitimate national title contender based on what they have shown in most of their games. Um, I will say that they kicked LSU's ass, but like, does that mean anything? And they beat Clemson, which like I think that was a good win, but like, it's just
1: it's a team. I think the way I'll 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 say this: I think the way they shut down LSU's offense the second half does still impress me because LSU, while they are a very flawed team. That's an elite offense.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So I I am, I, I think it's it, Florida State or Miami are going to make the playoff. And I don't believe for a second that Miami is going to make the playoff. So I guess that leaves me with Florida State.
1: Yeah, Miami did really kind of bow up against AM in an impressive way, but it's also like, it's a Jimbo. Also, it's A&M. It's A&M.
0: Yeah, come on. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Um,
0: so I, think, I, I think my thing is Miami is going to end up like, they're going to end up a highly, highly ranked team if you just look at their schedule. Um, I mean, yeah. they're not losing a game probably in October. Um, mm. So,
1: uh, what, What's, what's I, it look like? I think that's right. I, if I had to pick all these games individually, I would take Miami and all of them. But, like, are we sure? That, I mean, Carolina sucks, right? Jordan yes, Tech and Carolina sure. suck. Are we sure they beat Clemson?
0: No, I'm not, but I think probably because I don't really respect Clemson either. Like, you know, that's the yeah. thing. That's the thing for me is like picking Clemson to beat them would ha- makes me like have to pick Clemson to win a game too. And yeah.
1: Like,
0: so I, that's, that's, I think is it's just a tough like game. slightly
1: better AM. I think, I think yeah. Clemson just like AM a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, so
0: I, I, I'm interested, but I, I just, I don't, I don't trust Miami. I think I would, yeah. I could easily see Miami being undefeated until they play Florida State.
1: Agreed, and I can also see them having two losses. Like, I, like yeah. either one is.
0: Oh yeah. man, I I could see them losing to. Th- that's the thing about Miami is like I could see them losing to. NC State.
1: Yeah, anywhere between eight and four and eleven and one seems possible for Miami. Yeah, uh, I feel like they are all Miss to me. Like they're a decent team that has like they do some things well, but I don't really trust them or their coaching. Um, yeah, for sure. For, for sure. Them, I mean, the A and M win is like. One of the better wins this season. It's probably a top 10 win so mm-hmm. far this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree. Credit to him for that. That's cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Who else we got? Uh, let's, outside the SEC, we have. Let's, Pac- do Pac- well, we let's do Big Ten. Let's do Big Ten,
0: and then we'll move to the Conference of Champions, the, the best conference mm-hmm. in America. Um, so, legitimately. Big Ten. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> legitimately is. Um, let's move. We've got, I mean, the Big Ten, it's pretty cut and dry. It's Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan
1: yeah um,
0: <laughs> I, I don't i i mean we we we, the, we have talked about this circle of big 10 teams so many times i'm not even sure we need to talk about it all that much um
1: yeah. whoever State's wins Bama. the conference
0: penn, yeah, yeah right that's yeah, penn true Bama. Well, i guess we can talk thing. about that penn state looked bad like bad yeah. drew aller yeah, he looked yeah. he looked bad straight up
1: yeah and all like it doesn't help that they have no good receivers right like he was off and the receivers suck. And it's just like he, he
0: is like I thought that he was going to be like hand up. I thought he was going to be a massive inc- improvement at quarterback. He is less experienced John Clifford and bigger, I guess, a little bit bigger. He he is not good.
1: Yeah. You still see some flash throws from him where you're like, OK, you see why it happens. But like. Yeah, maybe Will Levis is even the cop, like a less athletic. Will Yeah. Levis. Um, oh, man.
0: Oh, that is brutal
1: yeah a few less turnovers but less athletic like less running game but won't we'll, don't throw as many picks yeah i'm not really scared of drew Aller. I, I mean like i don't know he'll, again, he'll throw a couple flash plays but just not there rep to rep i don't think their offense is good enough i think they're just still a step below michigan and ohio state um also, also... I, I feel like
0: their 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 ends are really good i feel like the inside of their defensive line is also not that good
1: I agree. The tackles are a step definitely a step behind. But I mean, man, those edge rushers are fucking it's nasty. awesome.
0: It's awesome. Yeah.
1: yeah. And they're secondary sick. Like 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 mm-hmm. on, like I still think to me, despite not having great DTs, it's probably the best defense in the country to me.
0: That's probably true. Yeah. Never my, my two. Yeah. That's probably true. But I mean... Michigan and that...
1: Ohio State are both flawed. They're up there too, but a little bit flawed. Georgia's a little bit flawed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, I guess off. I guess the most I guess it just comes down to, I think Ohio state and Michigan are infinitely more complete teams than Penn state is.
1: I agree. I'm also very much looking forward to that Michigan Penn state game in happy Valley. Yeah. Uh, And Michigan, Ohio state, like those are, but like, like I, I think Penn state is less complete than a lot of other contenders. However, um, they're kind of a, I mean, I don't know. They're not dissimilar to Notre Dame. They're a little bit less efficient offensively, but not not a ton less. Their defense is better. They're kind of built somewhere between Notre Dame and Alabama. Yeah. And Notre Dame gave Ohio State trouble. And Notre Dame looks pretty fucking good. Like, yeah. Penn State, to me, is solidly a top seven or eight team in the country. For sure. Um, It's just like do you actually trust them to go out and get scores against good teams they need to.
0: And I guess, I guess my thing, too, is... Uh, we we're we're going to talk about these matchups later in the season, but like from what I've seen so far, like yes, Notre Dame's a good comp, but like they're miss. I I'd take Sam Hartman over Drew Aller. I know that's insane to yeah. say, but like
1: no, I don't. I'm discreet. All
0: I I think the Penn State or the Notre Dame offensive line, hypothetically, I take that over Penn State's offensive line. Like it's you know, but it's, also
1: Penn State creates infinitely more pressure. Than Notre Dame does.
0: That is true too. So it, it's yeah. it's a trade off, but I, I it's safe to say since we're just talking playoff contenders, one team from the Big Ten, it, unless somebody else loses, it's going to be a Big Ten champ.
1: It's just a hard year to predict because remember the Pac-12 in a second. Like if the Pac-12 produces a one-loss champion with that schedule they're in, yeah. period. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think the Big Twelve and ACC are producing undefeated champions if I had to guess. Which those teams? Yeah, are maybe. In. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I guess Florida State's fucked around too much this year.
0: L- Louisville could could fuck somebody over.
1: Nah, Louisville's ass. I think Louisville's about to go like lose four games. Uh, I, Louisville's I th- offensive line is dog shit.
0: I th- I think they're just good enough where they could they could sneak. I, I'm not saying they're going to win anything like multiple like string anything together, but they could ruin somebody's day. You don't think Miami we'll could see, have we'll a see. bad day bad day against uh, Louisville? Like you don't think it's possible that Miami could sneak up and beat Florida State and then lose to Louisville the very next week?
1: I think the thing is that, like, all the teams that Google could quote unquote trip up have good D lines. Like, Miami, yeah, Florida fair. State, Clemson, and Duke are the four teams they would like that are ahead of them. Yeah, that's, leave. Fair. that's fair. And all those teams, like, are good at their weakest spot, which I think they have yeah. a tough match. That's so, fair. Um, so, but yeah. Yeah. Curious to watch that. Um, no, Penn State, like, and then you have Ohio State, Michigan, right? So, like, like you said, whoever wins the Big Ten, is it, period. Yeah. I
0: think, I think out of all of the conferences, the big 10 is best positioned to get a non-conference champ in the playoff.
1: I agree. I don't think it should be. The if case. that, if that conference champ is Michigan, I agree. Yeah. Because I don't know. Like I don't know if they could, their, their schedule is very bad. I guess like they, true. I guess Ohio so they state lose, at least, Ohio they lose state one at least one of those two another games. game win. Exactly. And I mean Michigan's best if they lose to one of these two teams, it'd be their best one would be the other team, which is a, a very good win to clarify. But then you also have they have Maryland, and that's it. That's like their own, and I guess uh you know, they don't play the good teams out west. No. Like they didn't play anybody in non-con. Yeah. Like Michigan is probably today the best team of the three to me, or close to it. But also they're the team that can least afford to lose because of their schedule
0: yeah that's fair um but I since we, we we can move on to Washington Oregon or the the Pac-12 generally I think my thing with the Pac-12 and we've talked about it several times I I just I don't think there's a team that's getting out of this conference with fewer than two losses I just I just don't think it's gonna happen it could have definitely not that,
1: USC yeah it's not
0: <laughs> U, USC could lose four games I think it that's that's entirely possible that USC wins loses three or four games
1: Can I we, think... Do you want sorry keep up go for it no I said do you just want to read their schedules for context here for a second
0: yes I think we I think that is important um so when let's, we're, when we're I'm reading.
1: gonna read through the top five teams in the league we have four listed here of Washington Oregon USC wazoo uh but I'm also going to include Utah because of Cam Rising comes back. They are a contender to me. Um, So Washington's schedule, uh, they're off this weekend. After that, they play Oregon, then two nothing games against Arizona State and Stanford. But they end the season in November. They go at USC, home against Utah, at Oregon State, home against Wazoo. That is currently four top 15 teams, um, top 18 teams, plus Oregon right now is top 10 team. USC, they play Arizona this weekend. After that, the rest of their schedule... At Notre Dame, home against Utah, at Cal, home against Washington, at Oregon, home against UCLA, <laughs> nine straight games, not a bye week. Um, Oregon has Washington next week, and they're also on a bye week right now. And they go wazoo at home, at Utah, home against Cal, at USC, or sorry, home against USC, at Arizona State, home against Oregon State. Uh, Utah <laughs> is on a bye week. Then they go Cal at USC, home against Oregon, home against Arizona State, at Washington, at Arizona, home against Colorado. Um, Wazoo is at UCLA, home against Arizona, at Oregon, at Arizona State, versus Stanford, at Cal, versus Colorado, at Washington. Those are murderer's row schedules. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I just – I guess if I had to pick one to come out of there – Uh, Washington but even they might have the the, schedule
1: they might they also have to me the best offense in the country yeah Uh, however their defense their defense is like okay to average is like good to average somewhere in that range I think they're ranked 30th in SP plus right now Uh, USC's defense is horrible it will not yeah. be USC. I feel USC is it's toast. not USC.
0: USC is gonna lose to Notre Dame, I think. I think USC's toast against Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, and then probably Utah. And then
1: yeah. Oregon's the most balanced team of all. Definitely. Of of definitely. I,
0: I think I think USC could lose five games from this point on.
1: God, that rock.
0: Like uh, l- legitimately, like we're gonna we're gonna talk Heisman contenders briefly in a second here too. Do not. Nobody should be betting money on Caleb Williams to win the Heisman because there's just not a chance they give the Heisman trophy to a four-loss team. It's not going to happen. And there's a legitimate chance that USC loses four games. Like I think they're going to lose to Notre Dame. I think they're going to lose to Utah. I because their their defense is just atrocious. It doesn't matter who Utah plays at quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're. I I I think they're going to lose to uh, Washington. I think they're going to lose to Oregon. I wouldn't be shocked if they lost to UCLA.
1: I think either was a three-loss team. Uh, but, you, but would still, you be shocked? Would you be
0: shocked to see Utah and UCLA? Would that surprise no, you?
1: No, no. If Cam Rising plays, no. UCLA, it would probably surprise me. Yeah, I think UCLA is just like doesn't have the horses this year. But yeah, I mean, like their their ceiling is like ten and two, and their floor is eight and four or seven and five. Yeah.
0: Very funny. Very horrible. Fun. horrible.
1: Arizona could beat them this weekend.
0: That'd be hilarious.
1: Late night game. If everyone kind of takes their eye off the ball, it'd be yeah. funny.
0: Yeah. It'd be very um, funny. But yeah, I, I mean, no, we'll see. I, I, that's going to be an uphill battle for one of those teams to make. And it sucks. Cause that is the best college conference in college football right now. Um, that's a conference that like, if it was a 12 team playoff might get two or three teams in the, in the field, but it's just, it's not going to happen. That I, I, they're going to play them their way out of the playoffs and it's going to suck, but I, I legitimately think that it... I well, don't, let, I don't let's
1: know. do a quick, like, just projecting out. Not not current resume, but projecting for end of the season. Who are your four in and first two out?
0: My four in, like, current resume or projecting? Projecting. Projecting, probably Texas. um, Florida State. Georgia, I think is safe. Georgia or God, SEC champ, but I'm going to say Georgia. Yeah. And Big Ten champ, I'm going to say, I mean, I'll say Ohio State. It's an Ohio State podcast. But so Big Ten champ, SEC champ, Texas, Florida State.
1: I would go Texas, Michigan pac twelve champ, one loss. Big Ten team is that crazy the it the SEC gets left out? No, you know, I, I think I think that makes itself? Sense. Yeah, I,
0: I could see that. I mean, if the ACC, if both ACC teams get a loss, they're toast. Yeah. I like. I,
1: I was leading the Florida State bandwagon all offseason, and yeah. I still think they've got a shot. But it's just like they've looked. They too to shaky in him. too many games. Yeah, yeah, can't lose a game.
0: So yeah, that's that's our playoff situation. Um, we'll, we'll keep talking about it. I'm sure yeah, we we'll keep... yeah. not quite that, that at length, but let's briefly, before we get into the game, which we, I mean, we're not going to have a ton of takes about the game. Let's be honest. Um, well I've got, I've got some Maryland takes, but not, not a ton. Um, let's briefly talk Heisman. Um, so I have the Heisman board. It's the Heisman betting board pulled up here. Um, and currently Caleb Williams is the favorite, which is insane. I mean, I get why he's the favorite now. Not a chance. There's there's not a chance that Caleb Williams wins the Heisman again this year. Like it's just not going to happen. Um, I, I sincerely believe they're going to lose three, maybe four games, and that they're not giving the they're not giving a guy who loses four games the second Heisman trophy. Like it, it's just not going to happen. Um, so behind him is Michael Penix Jr. That's that's a solid pick. Bo Nix is hilarious, but he's up there too. Quinn Ewers. I'm just like not sold on any of these names. Like, am I crazy? Like, there's just the closest to like a transcendent player so far this year has been Penix. Am I right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Penix to me is is definitely my pick so far. Um if Texas is the clear number one seed. It could give it to Ewers, just not the narrative. And I got that could I mean. Yeah. He hasn't been dominant. He's been good, not dominant. Um, I don't see it being Bo Nix. I don't know. Um, I don't know. That's just an Aura pick. Um, hmm. Jordan I Travis? Could see, I yeah. could
0: see Kyle McCord playing his way into the conversation.
1: Likewise he, with JJ, I'd say. Yeah.
0: Maybe. I just I think Kyle McCord is going to end up with gaudy numbers based on who his receivers are and JJ McCarthy is just like, he. I mean, he might get end up in the, at the ceremony or whatever, but I don't think he's going to end up with the numbers to compare to Penix or McCord or like, I just, I don't think it's going to happen, but if he beats gotta Penn see, State gotta and see Ohio State, state's
1: passing offense, get going. Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah. But, um, I mean, he, he's, he's got good enough numbers, right? Like it's not, he's definitely not like in the conversation or whatever, but like, Give a couple games against Maryland or um, Purdue. You know, like you, you got, they got some some games for them to do some stuff before.
1: Is this a is this a November Heisman moment year where someone just has a great game in November and because it's so tight they just take yeah. it with that.
0: I, I I wouldn't be shocked because um, I was looking at like it like the Jordan, RG3 Jordan year basically. Yeah. yeah, Jordan Travis plays. You know, he'll play Miami later in the year, like end of the year. Um, so like that that could seal it. Michael Penix yeah. Jr., like end of the year. Penix has some something.
1: opportunities. Ewers does it. I, I, that's the problem with Ewers. It's I think yours really is
0: cooked. Shit. If Ewers is this far down the list right now, like if he didn't win the Heisman or have like a, be in the Heisman conversation for, I mean, I guess he has Oklahoma this weekend. Like every, all eyes are going to be on that.
1: Right. Like, if he, if he, he, he dominated Oklahoma last year. If he yeah. balls out against Oklahoma and the Pac 12. <sighs> I don't know i don't know I, I i can't i i really don't have a good feel for it at all man like like it, it's what's travis the shot november that's the thing about yours is a tough right you said no shot november pennix has a million opportunities so does anything to pack up quarterbacks they all have opportunities yeah. to do it um mccord and mccarthy both certainly have an opportunity
0: yeah uh, i think i think mccord and mccarthy are both really positioned well because they have penn state late like so like for for mccord he's got penn state late october and then michigan final game of the season. Whereas yeah. uh, McCarthy has Penn state early November then Ohio state late in the season. So like those are two huge games that if they do well in those games, you know, yeah. it's
1: especially, I especially like
0: I, I will say that JJ or that Kyle McCord, the reason why I think he has a little bit of an edge over McCarthy is he already has that like quote unquote Heisman moment drive to beat Notre Dame. So like, Like I'm not I'm not gonna crown him a Heisman Trophy winner from that drive or anything like that. But like if everybody else just has like solid years and stuff like that, and he beats Penn State and Michigan, you're gonna look back at that Notre Dame drive and be like, man, that was crazy that he just like had that minute long, you know? Like that's the sort of thing that could age well if he handles business on the rest of the field. But God, wouldn't that be really funny? I'm just talking myself into this. Wouldn't that be really funny? if Dwayne Haskins, Justin Fields, and CJ Stroud didn't win the Heisman, but Kyle McCord does?
1: Oh, the racism narrative. Would be, I mean, <laughs> that's uh, but probably true. Um, that's funny. Yeah. I, I, mean, that's like, I don't think
0: it's going to happen, but it's very funny that no, like you no. could talk yourself into it.
1: I, I'll say this. I know LSU is like down and out right now. I will say though, like they could still win the West. There's no re- like they have one conference loss. That team can absolutely still win the West. Yeah, Ole Miss is not going to. They're not going to lose a. T- Ole Miss is going to lose some games. Um, what if he just blows up Bama?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's possible.
1: I mean, or beats Georgia. Like, like that. I guess that's my. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm like I, I would say Daniel's not out of it um I'm looking at the list you pulled up here. I'd say Aller has no shot. Kim Ward has no shot. Drake May- Drake May has been bad this year. He's been like yeah. not good. Yeah. Uh, um Travis Hunter, no chance.
0: Some of these odds are of- really funny because Travis Hunter has plus thirty-five hundred odds at one book on DraftKings, but he has plus twenty thousand odds on a different book. I can't tell what book yeah. that is.
1: Man, DraftKings is taking people's money. That's funny. <laughs> uh, Tyler he Van Dyke, no chance. Yeah, no chance for Tyler Van Dyke. Sam Hartman, no. Uh, McCarthy, maybe. E. McCord, maybe. Daniels, maybe. Dylan Gabriel, no chance. Um Travis, maybe. Ewers, probably not. Bo Nix, Penix, maybe. Caleb Williams, no chance.
0: Yeah, my 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 biggest takeaway from just looking at these odds, good lord, is just do not use DraftKings. That's insane. And it's 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 fine at the top. Like it's fine if you're like picking a favorite, but like scrolling down here, like the radical difference between like some of the, the bottom tier guys, they're just like stealing people's money. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. Okay. Well, um, that's the moral of the story here. But yeah, I, I don't I I have no I have no strong Heisman trophy takes. I, I do a radio spot every week and they always ask me, like, oh, what about the Heisman? Because people care about the Heisman. I, I don't know. Michael Penix.
1: Do people still care about the Heisman? Do they still care about it?
0: I think it's just like people say that they care about the Heisman. I don't really think yeah. people really care. I don't know. Tough to tell. But um even
1: the last like five years, the importance of loss is crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 weird. It, like it's you could probably plot the trajectory with the um fall of college game day too. I think it goes pretty pretty hand in hand.
1: Yeah. Man, they are uh in some controversy this year. They cannot yeah. get away from it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pat McAfee sucks. Like, I, I think McAfee's actually funny on his own show. Well, like decently enough, but
0: he's a good personality, but he does he has been a horrible addition for, he just doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't fit get a brand. Right. He doesn't he get, get it, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, somebody, somebody said it perfectly. Like it for, for as much as um, we were just talking about how like Reddit is like a overwhelmingly like positive space. like, the problem is like that was supposed to be what game day was, like college game day was. Yes. Yes. It's supposed game to be the most be
1: right thing in existence, yeah.
0: And it's and it's fine because that's its purpose, you know? Like that's that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. But, it's but the Wazoo
1: that, flag all that shit, yeah.
0: Exactly. Like you embrace like everybody, like everybody. And he shit out. Did
1: you see that he shit on the Wazoo flag? He did. He, he did. he yeah. did.
0: And like that's the thing is it's quickly switched into like they're just like talking shit and it's like no, no. Like that's not your role. That's our role. Like I yeah. I am the fan. Like you're supposed to like be the parent like mediator here and just like say oh all teams are great we're really happy to be here you know like that sort of thing but they're the, like talking shit
1: it's the steven ace mythification of game day
0: yeah and it's insane because that's never what it's supposed to be you were supposed to just like give me a space to just like peacefully do watch something leading yeah up to, celebrate
1: the sport like tell some storylines around the sport randomly like yeah find the, a kid the, with cancer stop. Yeah, tell yeah, me exactly. about it Ex- yeah exactly. like i, I that's-
0: they're just losing who they are and it's like really weird that, that that can be lost you know like it, it just seems very obvious who they like why what are they trying to do like do, it just it makes no sense
1: yeah no I'd agree with you Um yeah I don't know it sucks it's bad it's bad vibes on there I don't like it I mean I also never like to be fair I was never even as a kid like a game day a game day guy very much I never really got into it I uh
0: yeah I always put it on I,
1: I know it's like part of the sport, all that stuff. Like, I've just never liked Herb Street. I just do not like Herb Street. I definitely don't like Desmond. Desmond's just so fucking annoying to me. Yeah. Horse of course, the the addition of McAfee. The, the, I know he's gone now, but the, the bear, he was so fucking, he was terrible too. Yeah. His picks
0: were horrible too.
1: He works on Twitter. Uh,
0: yeah. He's he's real bad. He's like an analytics yeah, guy. I mean, he's Reese, bad at analytics.
1: Yes. Yeah. Reese Davis is just there for the SEC boys. He's
0: fine. Yeah.
1: Uh, um, I don't hate it. Yeah, Pollock, but, I think Pollock was like decent but he's Yeah, gone. Pollock
0: was good. But I I think the thing though is like if those guys just like don't give takes and they just like talk about the game, like it's very like it should just be like non-confrontational and just like that's the thing. I would just like put on put on the before the game started like ah oh, this is something to put on before the game start. Like I, yeah. and I didn't really think too much about it. Like I didn't like I didn't it's feel strongly. It's too much strongly,
1: of the gambling influence, dude. The whole reason yeah. McAfee's on there is a the gambling shit. That's why it sucks.
0: Yeah, and I, I think like they, I don't know, they, they, they had a winning product and they decided to chase something that consumers didn't really want, and so.
1: Yep.
0: So I, I don't know. It's, it was, it, it was. I used to put the show on because it was just a very good, like, you know, the game's about to start. Let's just put this on, and it's gonna, not impact my life positively or negatively. But now it's like I actively dislike this and so I'm not gonna watch it. So it is what it is. But um speaking of things I'm going to watch. The Bucks, they are oh, likely yeah. playing the terps this weekend. And I'm gonna be honest, I don't have a ton of takes on this. Um I guess like my biggest take would have been that like this team's gonna test Ohio State's secondary or whatever. But like Ohio State already played, you know, um, Western Kentucky to a lesser extent, Notre Dame um, against Sam Hartman. Like, I, I feel like this, the secondary is what it is. And I kind of trust the secondary already. Um, maybe it's going to disappoint me or whatever. But I guess what I am excited to see or like interested to see is the um, Maryland running game is actually better this year than it has been in the past. And yeah. I am interested to see how. Ohio State can really stop a running game while also being stressed vertically because they're going to, I mean, they're going to have to play in their like kind of base nickel um, look while also stopping the run. And so I'm curious to see how that goes.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess the other question is do you think they can actually be stretched vertically? Like, do we think, I know Talia is a a pretty good college quarterback, yeah, a pretty good college quarterback, with Deshaun Jones, a nice player, but like, I don't know that I, I actually think that that uh, that they can do that against Ohio State. No, and uh...
0: they—I mean, they don't—they don't have when they had like Raheem Jarrett. They had like a couple guys a couple years ago. Maybe it was even last year. I don't even remember. But like, there were there were some good receivers, and they just don't have that this year. It's a it's a fine passing offense, but there's not like a transcendent guy or whatever. Like, it's just the offense itself, the scheme offense itself scheme is solid, and they've won games, and that's cool. But like. I don't know. It's, yeah. it, it is It is just a team that Ohio State's going to play.
1: Yeah, I mean, they suck on the road historically. Um, I will say they've been good in pass-pro. Uh, they have been, they've really not allowed much pressure. Yeah, it's nice to see Ohio State's D-line. You know, we'll keep saying this every week until they do it, I guess, but nice to see them, you know, change the narrative and and yeah. get home. I know, so I know I, they've been creating pressure, but I want to see them actually fucking finish a sack.
0: Yeah. Um. I Interesting thing, I just was cutting up A bunch of clips from um the notre dame game they played jack a lot and by a lot i mean
1: he didn't leave the field
0: no sorry i meant the jack position oh okay yeah they they played the jack position more times than i was expecting to see um now a considerable number of those times it meant dropping the jack into coverage and rushing three men instead which was insane but both uh, JT and Jack Sawyer played Jack position um, multiple times, at least, against Notre Dame. In fact, the the one where JT almost intercepted the pass and when Jack almost intercepted a pass towards the beginning of this game, um, both times those guys were playing the Jack, which, hey, man, it seems like a pretty good rate of creating a chaos play or something like that when uh, <laughs> you've got those guys on the field. But um, yeah. I, I, that was interesting to me. That we really hadn't seen that at all the first few games. And then suddenly it was in the rotation with a defensive end playing the position um, against uh, um, Notre Dame. So,
1: yeah. I I guess the defense I'm a little bit curious about, the most important thing for me is like, I want to see the offense get going. Like, yeah.
0: I want to see him just bury them.
1: Yeah. I understand they put up points in Western Kentucky, yada, yada. Like, if they don't drop at least. Do it again. Drop at least forty-five a Maryland, right? Yep. If you drop forty-five a Maryland, I'm pretty happy. Yep. Um, that's kind of what I want to see. Is like let's actually, let's call the good plays. <laughs> let's let's stop fucking yep. around. Let's get short yardage figured out. And, and like also, everyone's obsessing again, again, over the short yardage rushing problem. And it is an issue, right? The fact they can't get a push does suck. But the bigger problem is the fact they always do that when they're in short yardage. Like right. Get a check, so you have an option to throw a mark if he's single coverage. Um, Line up in eleven personnel under center on, sh- on short yardage. Like,
0: did you did you see on the the fourth and um, the fourth and inches the the
1: yeah? How wide up a Marv was? Yes, yes. yes, yes. That's insane.
0: Run a slant. Run, I mean, you could have just thrown it to him and he could have fallen forward. Like, what what are we doing here? Like, for somebody who wants to be the smartest person in the room, just like the alignment, just God, I I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah.
1: I think they said the they put in a check for that maybe. I don't recall, but like
0: I think I think that was Kyle's fault. To be to be perfectly honest, I I think like Ryan Day has his problems. He's not that much of an idiot that would have intentionally just let that play run that defensive look. Like he's he's his problem is always that he's too smart. Not that he is insistent on running the play that he thinks is going to work against a front that it's clearly not going to work. Like that's not his. He problem.
1: does have some of that. He does have some of that. I, I, I mean some of the stretch stuff last year, some of the boundary toss stuff, he does have a tendency a little bit, but I agree sure you largely I agree with you, yeah,
0: sure. I, I I think I just like that specific play call, there is just no shot in hell that he looked at that alignment and said, yes, end around to the boundary like there's just there's yeah. no shot in hell like I, I i guarantee he was screaming or furious to try to like get a check or something in there and it just didn't happen because i think the play clock was running down there were seven it was a disaster all in all it was a disaster but there's just like if there's no way he actually called that player that's what he wanted based on that look i just i refuse yeah. to believe that
1: i tend to agree with that um we have a couple more that i have a- a couple more things, to the Ohio State offense. I want to say really quick before we do it. that. I do want to talk to you about Home Field Apparel, oh, um, which is <laughs> who are our our one and only sponsor, our our, our true blue lover, um, Kevin. Home Field Apparel. It's the best collegiate vintage apparel in the country. It's it's great. Uh, they they make the best gear. I think out there, very mm-hmm. comfortable gear from you know Division three all the way up to the FBS. Uh, they have a lot of Ohio State gear. Um, you know, I'd say. Keep your eyes peeled. There might, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? There's, who knows when more High State gear could drop? There's certainly nothing we could say about that.
0: Definitely who knows not. When? Yeah. Who knows? No. Tough to tell.
1: Um, however, there is, uh, there is, you know, a lot of cool gear on there. A lot of fantastic teams. The Ohio State gear is awesome. I wear it to pretty much every college football Saturday. I have something home field on. I have a few sweatshirts. I have a quarter zip. I have a few T-shirts. I kind of wear home field stuff constantly. Uh, very comfortable, very stylish, good gear. I see it in the streets of New York all the time. I saw a girl with a Mizzou home field shirt in uh, Union wow. Park yesterday, uh, or in Union Square rather, um, which was cool. Uh, you see it all over, man. It's all over. Uh, it's the best. And if you want to buy some and you have not done so, you can get fifteen percent off your first purchase with the code Meet at Midfield, all one word. Um, all right. A little bit of Ohio State's rushing attack outside of just the. Um, how's it just the short yardage stuff? How do you feel about the old lines run blocking through through four games? It
0: depends. I don't know. I, I know
1: I'm just teeing you up. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's 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 very much like there are definitely plays, like individual plays that I can point out and be like, Man, they, you know, really nailed shit down on that one play and it the was Trey a work play, of art. Right? The Trey yeah. Henderson
1: play. Oh yeah. Well, yeah,
0: that's that's the one. Um, I, I think there there have, there have been two. They were both Trey Henderson long runs, but like the fact is that like the two times that I can point out that they like have looked good, it led to like a home run touchdown. So um, I don't know. Like it it generally has not been great by any means. But I think I think I trust the right side of the offensive line. Weirdly, like I I am fine with the right. Well, yeah, side. I
1: think Donovan Jackson's terrible.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, and yeah and Josh Simmons is also bad in run blocking. He's, I think he's, he's getting better in pass pro, but man running behind Donovan Jackson and Josh Simmons is just, Just which is hilarious because that's, that's literally how they won. The game was running to the left, but it was more an alignment issue. That's a different story, but yeah, Yeah. all that to say, um, it was very, very, it was a blessing that, uh, Josh, um, Donovan Jackson did not have to block a single person on that play. Um, but, yeah, it was – I don't know. The, the left side is very concerning. The right side is fine. I'm fine with the right side of in terms of run blocking. Carson Hinsman has been hit I'm, or miss, not good generally. Um, but I think Josh Fryer has been fine. And um, yeah. Matthew Jones has been if, I, if I'm
1: ranking a lineman top to bottom, I'd go Matthew Jones one, Josh Fryer two. Yeah. Probably Josh Simmons three, Hinsman four, Jonathan Jackson five.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's probably fair. I might, I might flip Hinsman and Simmons just because I think, God, this is splitting hairs, but I think Hinsman's a better run blocker.
1: Yeah, fair. fair. I think Simmons is a better pass blocker, but I think that's a fair response. Yeah. Um, it's just fucking crazy that Jackson for the second year in a row. With, as a five-star talent, all this first-year hype. It's gonna, it looks like he's going to be Ohio State's worst lineman again. Um, at a certain point, I, I don't know how much it's the old line coach. That kid just, like, he doesn't play well, man. He does not yeah. look good. Like at, at a certain point, I don't know. Do you think about Tegra? I, They're not going to, because I, I know it's a Ryan Day team. They don't do that. They don't ever, God forbid, you sub out a player. They should. Um, they should Tegra at is just look, better. He's, he's better than Donovan Jackson. He's straight up better. There's
0: no way he's worse.
1: The run, the way the running offense would look with Tegra there playing, I would feel yeah. a thousand times better.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It's d- like I do not trust running to the left side at all. If you're not pulling, like if there's no, if there's no pulling of uh, Matthew Jones or even Josh Fryer or something like that, like there's no point in running. Just left. pulling
1: up my hair, huh? huh? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, the, the run offense is not great.
1: Yeah, I guess let's do this. What uh, what I want to see most on Saturday? We talked to the defense. I don't know. Like, I, I guess just linebackers, like knowing their assignments quicker. Linebackers not looking like they're thinking so much on the field. Yeah, uh, on defense, but that's I'm fine with the rest of it. Defense I is see fine. Some pressure more off. Yeah, defense is fine. uh I guess the answer is don't break down too. Like, don't be a Jim Knowles team that like. Yeah. Let's let's not be full school. Let's actually be good on defense. If we actually play yeah. well on defense this week, I feel really good the rest of the season. Yep. Um Agreed. The offense, um, just better run blocking, better short yardage play calling and execution, and let's get the passing attack rolling.
0: Yeah, also like we haven't really talked about this a ton, but the best way to avoid being in short yardage situations is to simply get more fucking first downs yeah <laughs> yes get, get more first downs on first and second down and then you won't be in third and one and fourth and one and like that sounds like overly simple but it's not the number of teams it, it's become such an insane trend in college football to have like for offenses to be so concerned about third down and fourth down efficiency just be better on first and second down and like that'll in large part take care of itself like be more efficient yeah. on first and second down and you're fine. And so like I yep. think that more than anything is what I want to see. I want to see Ohio State take shots downfield um you know, throw on first down, throw on second down, throw on second and long, throw on second and short. Like Ohio State is so worried about being on schedule a lot of times in this team. They don't need to worry about being on schedule. If you throw two incompletions on first and second down, you're still fine on third like We've talked about it before. There's just not a chance that a defense is going to stop this passing attack on four straight plays. It's not going to happen.
1: I think ironically, I think ironically, it's the clock's obsession. Even though like running the ball takes more off the clock, Ryan Day so still worried about number of possessions per game that he doesn't want to like risk having a three and out, which I do understand to some level, but like it's not really helping you that much. Like you're be better. You're more efficient and better served by getting the ball to your best receivers more frequently. Or even, you know what? Like the way they've been bracketing Marvin Emeka, if you get to Kate Stover, fine, whatever. He's been he's been good and yeah. been good as a receiver. Uh yeah.
0: In the middle of the field is wide yeah, open we'll if see. you have a Mecca and, and um outside.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um What is the implied score of this game? Ohio State by 20. Um Math. What is it? Uh 37 to uh to 20 is there 37 to no I'm doing this wrong uh what's the over under like like 38 to to 19 is the implied score basically yeah over under is 57 no I'm close to it uh over under is 57 line is 20.
0: God I'm so bad at math it's it's like 37 and a half to 18 and a half ish that's in the right range yeah that's, 38, right.
1: that's plus enough.
0: 38 to 20 like yeah. that that ranges 38
1: 18 something like that 38 yeah. 20 yeah, yeah it's in the ballpark um yeah i mean i think it's kind of bummed by that i want to see us cover and over <laughs> i
0: want to yeah I <laughs> that's, do...
1: that's my desire for every game right is the, want, the yeah. cover and the over yeah i
0: want i want 45 to 10 i'd be happy with that
1: if we get out of there 45 to 17 i'm happy
0: yeah all right.
1: Well,
0: well, I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, uh, that's the I podcast. Mean, I guess the last gonna,
1: thing is uh, oh, it's, it's going to be an episode description, but just to remind everyone again 49 day trial, $6, 49 days of media midfield for 49 days of football, $6. bucks. there will be a direct link to it in the episode description. Yep. Sorry. What else are you going to say, Kevin? you off. I, I, was, I was
0: just going to say it's going to be very funny if this ends up like last year's game and it's like, down to the wire after we like barely talked about maryland i think we did this last year too we were just talked about michigan instead and then all of a sudden it was a close game at the end but no this better not be a close game i'll be furious if this is a close game so
1: if it's a close game i think it's safe to say uh, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna draw any grand conclusions but you guys know i will be <laughs> uh, you can imagine my response this is a close game this is a close game where the defense plays strictly poorly like it's another we're in for another of the same years
0: yep all right well do you want to sign us out
1: (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. uh go bucks michigan sucks and help is on the way
0: help is on the way